Welcome to Fast Lane with Sarah Jane, a podcast for women who are on the move, managing life and family. Your host, Sarah Jane, is building a tribe and talking about the things that affect the daily lives of moms. You can expect real conversations about managing chaos, finding ways to take care of mind and body, and stepping outside your comfort zone on the way to living your best life. Hold on for a wild ride. Now, let's get started. Great afternoon. You are in the fast lane with Sarah Jane. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad that we are here together. So I am super nervous tonight and I haven't really felt nervous in a really long time. So this is kind of an awkward feeling for me. So because of being quarantined, I haven't washed my hair in five days and I will be starting a new job tomorrow. So I thought I better wash my hair and and get ready for real life because tomorrow it's go time. Many of you might be starting the same job and I wonder if y'all are as nervous about it as I am. So tomorrow I will begin teaching my two children from home while the two-year-old is home because if those two are home, why wouldn't he be home and everyone be home and us all be one big happy family, right? So Friday, the school bus came and dropped off all of the boys' stuff from school with folders in there and directions on everything that needed to be done. Very well laid out, very well put together. I'm impressed. So briefly went through the boxes just to look at the stuff, but I didn't look at like any of the curriculum stuff. Well, I looked at it today a few hours ago and I thought, oh my gosh, like I'm going to have to be on my A game here because I legit have to teach my children. And for the past five days, it's been okay, but it's been a lot of wanting snacks nonstop and kind of being harassing nonstop. And no one really listens to me, which I don't get because I'm the only one here that will follow through. Like if I say, If we don't get X, Y, and Z done, no Xbox for two days or whatever. And last week, I actually went to the point of no one was standing up during church. And I was like, all right, no Xbox for a week. If you guys are too tired to stand up and participate in church, no Xbox. And I stuck with it for a week. I'm the only one who will do that. So Ryan won't stick with that, but I will stick with that. So I kind of think like I'm tough, like I can handle this, but... It still takes like three to four, sometimes five times to say something to my children before anyone will listen. And I, I, I try to say, I need you to do X, Y, Z. I need you to do X, Y, Z. And then I do it a little more firm. I really need you to do X, Y, Z, or I will give, or else this is going to happen. By the end of it, I'm yelling. Okay, I don't really think that my kids' teachers do a lot of yelling. I mean, maybe when there's 15 or 20 of them and it's getting a little loud, they probably yell, but they probably don't yell when they're talking about feeding the dog, getting in the shower. Obviously, I'm, I'm, they're not telling my kids to do these things, but when it's menial, like feed the dog, get in the shower, put your clothes in the hamper. I mean, all these little things, no one listens to me. So I'm nervous because tomorrow I'm supposed to take all of this information and teach it to them. But no one listens to me. So how is this going to go? So every time, I would say 9.5 out of 10 times, I say something to my nine-year-old. He 
says something back, not talking back, but he always has to ask a question about it or he's curious about something. It's always something. I can't ever just say, crew, why don't we turn to page 232 and read this story? He's going to ask me why we're reading the story. He's going to ask me how many pages is the story. He's going to ask me how long is this? It's always going to be something. So I'm concerned. And I wasn't as concerned because I thought, the teachers are giving me everything. I'm going to be able to help them out because the teachers are giving me all the information. All I have to do is follow it. That seems easy, right? No, I don't think it does. And another thing that got me a little nervous was I had said to my husband, who has been working from home, I said, well, since we'll be homeschooling, and he's like, there's no we. I'm in this alone, people. I'm in this alone. Me and these two kids alone. We're starting tomorrow at 8.30. We have about 45 minutes for every activity. And we have a scheduled lunch. We have some recesses in there, whatever. Are we going to make it out of this? I I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go tomorrow, to be honest. And the six-year-old posed a good question. What happens if we get done sooner than the other one? Because they will. And I'm sure Dane's going to fly through his a little faster than crew because his stuff is not as, well, it's kindergarten versus third grade. So let's just leave it at that. So I don't have to, you know, because I don't want him to think, I think his work is less meaningful because it's not, it's just at a different scale. And all I said to him was, good question. We're going to figure that out tomorrow because I don't know. So they get done with their work. I mean, do you let one of them go watch TV? Well, no, because then the other one's going to fly through their stuff because the other one's watching TV. I don't know what to do. And it's very rare that I say that I don't know what to do. But I do know that I'm going to really try to be patient. Remember, I do have the two-year-old as well, so he won't be patient with anyone, and I'm sure I'm going to have to set up his own little desk too. So I did do that tonight. I set up two desks. We have this table that go, runs along the length of the couch, and it looked like a good spot. So that's where the two desks are, and I suppose I'll have to put a desk up for the little guy too. So Everyone's excited about this too, by the way, because I had said something, they were outside today and I said, all right, we'll come in and shower because you guys got to get to bed at a decent time because we have school tomorrow at 8.30. And Dan says, well, I'm going to go downstairs and get familiar with my desk. <sighs> I said, no, you, you don't need to do that right now. No, I just need to see what our room is going to look like tomorrow. Well, it's our family room with a few books on a table. And two chairs. So I didn't say that. That's what I'm thinking. Because I'm trying to play it up like, this is our classroom. This is where we're doing our work. Like, this is going to be serious business. And I didn't let him go down because let's be real. Tomorrow by noon, he's going to be over the family room downstairs. He's going to be ready to move on to bigger and better things. So I'm just hoping that he gets familiar with it real quick. And he likes it down there. One saving grace I did read today is that from 9.30 to 10.30, my third grader's real teacher wants to be online with them. That could be amazing for me because, like I said, I'm nervous. I, you know, the show, Are You Smarter? Isn't it? Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Yeah, I think that I am. 
That's not the problem. Let's be real. I don't know if I can have control of my kids for that long. Not that I can't stand them for that long because I can and I love them, but at the same time, it's just frustrating. And I'm sure a lot of you are feeling the exact same way. And so tonight we did we did a project at the house this weekend and it, it was a it was a substantial project and we got done and I wanted to run in and get some movies. Breck broke the DVD player. This is the third DVD player now, which is just a story for another time. We went to watch a movie last night and it didn't work. So today, after the project was over, I wanted to run and get a new DVD player, rent some DVDs, and let's be real, I wanted to get a caribou. And Rand was, Rand Klein was tired because he did, well, he really did all the work. I was just kind of the gopher and help set everything up, but he really didn't want to go. And so he was going outside to put the tools and stuff away. I had two kids going to the bathroom at the same time. And at the same time, from the garage, I could hear Ryan say my name. And I heard mom from both bathrooms all at the same time. Sarah, mom, mom, all at the same time. And I was thinking, oh my, okay. So I go out to see what's going on. And I said, you know, maybe I'll just run into Minot and grab the DVD player and some movies. I'll just run in there quick if you just want to stay home. And I was like, no, no, we can do it later. And I said, Ryan, I just heard three people yell my name at once. And I think that this is going to be a little overwhelming. And he said, you haven't even been a stay-at-home mom for a week. You need to get, you need to get it together. He's right. He is right. But I think maybe when you're a stay-at-home mom, when you're not a stay-at-home mom, and then boom, you are like real quick, like there almost should be like a grace period because I'm used to my teachers teaching my kids. I'm used to daycare, taking care of the two-year-old. And I'll tell you what, he has a routine there. It is crazy. He's not crawling on the counters at her house. He's not putting his feet up on the counters. He's not digging in her pantry. What the heck? Like, I can't keep the guy out of the pantry. And every time I turn around, he's standing on the cabinet looking at me and like smirking and smiling. Like he just stands on the counter. Like he owns this place because he kind of does. And I'm trying to teach him that he doesn't. So I guess it must be easier. Either she's way better than I am or it's easier to have like five two-year-olds because they all just hang out with each other. But having one two-year-old, I think is hard work. So going from dropping people off at school and daycare and going to my office where this is what we do every day. This is how we do things. Everything is boom, boom, boom. It's my safe place. And not saying home is not my safe place, but being at home is just a little more wild. So I've decided that I was going to try to be professional tomorrow and I'm not dressing up, but I'm not going to be in sweatpants tomorrow because I think that they're going to take me a little more seriously. So we have our day planned out and I wrote everything down. And now that I'm looking through it, I'm thinking, well, where's Fayed? Where's music? Where's these other things that they should be doing that I didn't put in their day? And can they really sit here for 45 minutes and do an activity? And then I'm thinking, should I contact the teacher and ask how long would you give for these, these worksheets? How, you know, how long should we take on each thing? What is your recommendation? But no one wants to be that helicopter parent. No one wants to be the helicopter parent that's asking the teacher how to teach. I mean, maybe that's better than telling the teacher how to teach your kids, right? Like asking the teacher, how do you 
maybe that wouldn't be so bad. But I, on the other hand, I think that it's probably super overwhelming for teachers now too, because they have had to learn how to teach all grades. And I mean, even kindergarten, which that is, you know, that's a very hands-on time of life online or just correspondence. And I give props to them because that could not have been an easy task to get together at all. So I'm just going to try to relax for the rest of the night because tomorrow morning I start at 8.30, which really means uh, everyone will get up at 7. So we'll go through all of that and we'll see how it goes. So the boys are super excited to start homeschool tomorrow. My husband's pretty indifferent on the whole subject and I'm a little stressed out about it. And I'm looking on Facebook and I'm seeing all these things that moms are doing and they seem like they have it together. And I'm just wondering if they do or if we're just all trying day by day to get through this because I really hope, remember I love my kids, but I really hope that we can get some normalcy back because they are very confused as to why we are not doing things like we normally do. A, going to school. B, when we go and have to get like groceries or something, they don't come in the store anymore. They have to sit in like with, they have to sit in the car with Ryan or they sit in with me while Ryan runs in or they have to stay home. It's very confusing. And one thing that made me sad today was Cruz said, Mom, school's going to be so much fun tomorrow, but it's going to be a little different. And I said, oh, how so? And he said, well, we're not going to have any of our friends here. And I said, well, good thing that you two have each other so you won't totally be alone. It is sad because these younger kids, they are missing their friends and they're missing that social interaction. And my kids don't have phones and maybe some of your kids do have phones. I do not let my kids have phones at this point. They're just too young for where they are to have them. So they're not even communicating with their friends. So then that makes me think, do you FaceTime a friend? Do you Zoom a couple of friends? Because I've seen some people do that online too, like these little girls having tea parties and stuff. And that's super cute. So I'm thinking, is this something that I have to do with my boys? Everything is so uncertain. But one thing is certain is that I have seen so many positive people and so many people trying to help and so many people asking others to help as well. So, you know, I live in a small town. So the grocery store is delivering groceries pretty much, I think, any day. I think they used to just have one day of the week, but now they'll deliver groceries to anyone. Yesterday, I had to run to Mina and I ran to the bank and I got some food to go. And the restaurant lady said, everything was 20% off. I said, oh, well, thank you. And she And she said, we're all in this together. And she smiled and it was so nice. Like maybe this will bring people a little closer together, which really would be a nice thing. So as much as I'm dreading tomorrow, I am excited though, because things in my neck of the woods could be a lot worse. So I hope everyone enjoys their new job tomorrow. And if you already are a stay-at-home mom, kudos to you. If you're a homeschooling mom, kudos to you because being a mom is a job that's 24-7 whether you work outside of the home or not. Being a stay-at-home mom, it is very, I think it is very taxing. And I think that if I were a stay-at-home mom, 
And I would get questions like, what do you do all day? How do you entertain your kids? I would be pretty annoyed because if you've ever stayed home once with your kids, you know what you do all day and it is work all day long. (laughs) And not necessarily do I think you need to entertain your children because there's always something to do. So everyone, I hope you have a good first day at work. Some people might have already been homeschooling, but tomorrow is my first day and the people across North Dakota's first day. So good luck to everyone, wherever you're at in this journey. And we will talk again. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening to the Fast Lane with Sarah Jane podcast. If you like what you hear, share the podcast and hit the subscribe button so you get updates on all new episodes. And we truly love feedback. So ratings and reviews are appreciated.